For a chef, nothing is more sought after than a Michelin star and nothing is more devastating than when one is lost. Over the pandemic, Michelin paused the downgrading of restaurants, acknowledging the strain businesses were under around the world. Now the knives are back out. And two French cooking institutions have faced the chopping block, losing stars along with dozens of other restaurants. Luke Sidham Dundon is here and has been looking at it. And Luke, why are these downgradings such a big deal? PK, to understand their significance, we have to understand the Michelin Guide. So if you didn't already know, Michelin stars are awarded by the French tyre company of the same name. Yes, the Michelin man does eat fancy food. 123 years ago, the company began publishing a national guide of restaurants. It was The idea was to get the French out on the road, increasing demand for cars and therefore tyres. For decades, it's been the pinnacle of restaurant ratings and secrecy has been at its core. An anonymous inspector once described working for Michelin as akin to working for the CIA. I put that to Chris Watson, a Thai-based food writer who for five years wore the mask of a Michelin inspector. Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible, where his wife doesn't know what he's doing. No. You know, you do try to maintain a level of anonymity. Of course, you know, there are various tactics. You do try to book under different names. My wife knew what I did, of course. My family, largely speaking. Friends, maybe less so. So you don't post your meals on Instagram or have a have a profile as being a foodie. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, it's the the job of a lifetime, a dream job. Since the pandemic, Michelin had paused downgrading restaurants. They were conscious of the toll that restrictions had placed on businesses around the world. But their return to critique has been anything but compassionate. Removing stars from 25 French restaurants, including two of the country's finest three-star eateries. Those are Guy Savoy's in Paris and Christopher Coutinho's in La Rochelle. Chris Watson says the moves are harsh, but deserved. I think it was long overdue. I think COVID probably delayed it, rightly so. I think there's a commonly held view that restaurants in Europe, particularly at the higher level, those restaurants that have had, you know, the real temples of gastronomy that have had accolades for many, many years that perhaps aren't quite so justified today. Michelin does have to stay relevant. What was a star 10 years ago, 20 years ago, is not a star today. Okay, so Luke, what's the impact of a fallen star in the food world? It can be devastating for restaurants and for chefs. So it might not shutter the kitchen, but going from three to two stars could trim reservation lists, according to Chris Watson. But financial tolls aside, the mental health impacts can be disastrous. The suicide deaths of chefs in 2003 and 2016 raised questions around the pressures of trying to maintain three Michelin stars. While the rating system wasn't directly blamed for the deaths, it's long been discussed by food writers as a significant threat to the mental well-being of all of those working in the industry, from chefs to front of house staff. Chris Watson says for those reasons, Michelin takes downgrading incredibly seriously. You treat a downgrade particularly seriously. In my experience, yes, when there was a downgrade, first and foremost, it's seriously debated by the entire team, multiple meals. And finally, the editor in conjunction with senior inspectors will make that call. And then they will always go and visit the chef first prior to any news leaking out and explain in detail what the result is. 
So does every chef buy into the Michelin dream? So many do, but some choose not to. So famous names like Marco Pierre White, the late Gualtiero Marchese famously renounced their three stars. Even one-star Belgian chef Karen Kainyart turned down the accolade. But former Michelin inspector Chris Watson says those people, well, they're outliers. Every chef in the world wants a Michelin star. I don't believe the occasional headline that I don't really want a star. Every chef wants accolades. It's as good for them, good for their team. It's a fact. You get one star, your restaurant becomes busier overnight. You move into what I would call maybe the Premier League or the Champions League when you get two stars or three stars. And that results in waiting lists, higher average check, global recognition, and equally the reverse. But they must never forget that Michelin helped them enhance their reputation. Does it limit creativity? I don't think so. But as the famous food reviewer Ego said in the animated film Ratatouille... In many ways, the work of a critic is easy. We risk very little, yet enjoy a position over those who offer up their work and themselves to our judgment. We thrive on negative criticism, which is fun to write and to read. So what does an actual chef think about Michelin? 55 floors above the streets of Melbourne, Hugh Allen presides over the award-winning Vudemond restaurant. He's previously worked at three Michelin-starred Noma and recently shot to fame as a MasterChef guest judge. Hugh says the pros of the rating system outweigh the cons. It gives a sense of achievement and a level of aspiration, which it's a good thing to strive for. Now, it does take a toll and, and maybe you get to a certain point where you can't be bothered and the stress is not worth it and you might declare, hey, I don't want to be part of it anymore and that's perfectly reasonable. But I, I wouldn't say the scoring system should be stopped because of anxiousness about mental health. Like You could say the Olympics is bad for athletes because they have to compete and they might not get the score they wanted. Obviously, it's tough for the competitors or for the restaurants or for the... You know, for the athletes, for the Olympics, but we shouldn't take that away because it's a thing to strive for. But ways to, to make it less impactful, yeah, I think that's, stuff like that's good, but I think the pros are where the cons. So, PK, if this has inspired maybe our next date night and you're thinking of looking up a Michelin restaurant here in Australia, you might have to wait a little bit longer. Australia is not yet on Michelin's map. It's something both Chris Watson and Hugh Allen want rethought immediately. Thanks, Luke. Luke Sidham Dundon there speaking with Melbourne chef Hugh Allen and former Michelin inspector Chris Watson. Think bigger about the world we live in. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.